0: The Lord gives Moses detailed instructions for the commemoration of the Passover. The meal will become a yearly reminder for God's people of their deliverance from slavery in Egypt. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall mark you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell the whole congregation of Israel that on the tenth of this month, They are to take a lamb for each family, a lamb for each household. If a household is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join its closest neighbor in obtaining one. The lamb shall be divined in preparation for the number of people who eat of it. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a year old male. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the month. Then the whole assembled congregation of Israel shall slaughter it at it at twilight. They shall take some of the blood and put it on two doorsteps at the limit of the house houses in which they eat it. They shall eat the lamb at the same night. They shall eat the roasted eat it roasted over the fire with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled in water, but roasted over the fire with its head, legs, and inner organs. You shall let none of it remain until the morning. Anything that remains until the morning, you shall burn. This is how you shall eat it. Your loins grinded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. You shall eat it hurriedly. It is the Passover of the Lord, for I will pass through the land of Egypt This day shall be the day of remembrance for you. You shall celebrate it as a festival to the Lord. Throughout your generations, you shall observe it as a perpetual ordinance. The word of the Lord.
1: The psalm for today is Psalm 116. If you'd please rise and sing with us the psalm.
2: How shall I repair the Lord for all the good things he has done for me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord. In the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his servants. O Lord, I am your servant. I am The Lord I the court of the Lord in the presence of all his people in the courts of the
1: counts the origin of the Eucharistic meal. He emphasizes the importance of its continuing celebration until the coming of the Lord in glory. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took a loaf of bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Thanks Thanks be to God. The Holy
3: Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not only my feet also, not not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet and had, had put on his robe and returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right. That is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ. Christ. Lord Jesus, help us to live for each other as you live for us, in charity and in love. Amen. This is the night of command, and our Monday commands are these. Eat this bread and drink this cup as often as you will to bring me to you. As I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, a symbol of my service to you, so are you to go and do likewise. I was teaching our intermediate Sunday school class week before last and was talking about Holy Week and Maundy Thursday. I mentioned to those 4th, 5th, and 6th graders The two Monday commands, and asked, What do you think about foot washing? For a moment, and then said, In all honesty, well, I think it's kind of weird. I said, Weird how? And she said, Oh, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Spoke up and said, Well, kind of weird like inappropriate. out of the mouths of our babes. Yes, I said, you're both right. Washing each other's feet in church seems like kind of weird, inappropriate. And I said to them, you know, someone else thought the very same thing. His name is Peter. Peter was one of the top or chief apostles. When Jesus knelt down to wash his feet, Peter said, no, you're not going to wash my feet. You thought just what Peter thought. He thought it was kind of inappropriate, weird for Jesus to wash his feet. Then I said to them, do you all know what Jesus then said to Peter? He said, Peter, if I do not wash your feet, you have no part in me, no share in me. Then Peter went too far in the other direction and said, "Oh, well, then wash all of my, all of me, my feet, my hands, my head." Well, as we think about tonight and these two commands of Jesus, I suspect that we think it's kind of inappropriate, weird, just like Peter thought, just like Caleb and Jacob thought. I remember when I first used this prayer book service back in 1979 and did a foot washing. Had never been to one, had never done one before. But we did that night with a lot of gnashing of teeth. It felt kind of weird and appropriate. But you know God can be like that and do things like that and have us do things that feel kind of inappropriate and weird until we know the reason behind it all. For centuries the church has argued about the weird thing that Jesus said when he commanded this bread is my body, this blood is this cup is my blood poured out for you. We in the church of Jesus, we Christians have talked so much over the centuries about how this can be and by whom it can be and by whom it cannot be that we sometimes forgotten that it means very simply that this bread and this wine of Holy Communion is the way that Jesus comes to us. Not because we say he does, but because he said he does. Do this to remember me. Do this to bring me to you. And then for centuries of two millennia and more, bishops and priests and deacons and kings and queens have washed the feet of each other and of the humble poor of their flock and their subjects as a symbol, as a reminder that they are servants even of the very least. So tonight we provide another opportunity to wash the feet of each other and to have our own feet washed is a reminder of our servanthood for each other. None of us here is greater than any other. We are all equal under God, in Jesus, and through the Spirit of God. We wash the feet of each other so that any thought of greatness is quelled as we kneel down and wash and dry the feet of each other. But what is not quelled is the servant love behind it all. Jesus assumed the role of servant to show his disciples just how far he would go, go on their behalf. Just how much he would do on their behalf. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man should lay down his life for his friends. Tomorrow we will rehearse and remember that great story of just how far Jesus was willing to go and how much he was willing to do to show servant love for each of us, for all of us, All of us here, all of us everywhere, all of us of every generation, past, present, future. I say to you this night and to myself, Jesus did more than simply wash the feet of his disciples. Had he done nothing else, the washing of the feet of his disciples would have been nothing more than an act of hospitality. The hospitality of, ho- of a host for his Passover guests. The act of Jesus was far more than hospitality. It was and is radical love. If you love me, do what I command. It may seem kind of weird, inappropriate. <coughs> But when it comes from him to us, and then from us to each other, it can seem very right to do. Tonight we move from seeing the great love that he has for us, to discovering in all of our tomorrows the great love that we can have for each other because of his love for all of us. What we do this night is the way that He is in us and we come to be in Him. Because of it all, even we can cast mountains into the sea and we with Him can overcome the world. Amen.